You are listening to the Advisor Solutions Podcast, Episode 23. Welcome to the Advisor Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Finley, President of Advisor Solutions. Have you noticed that you're getting more emails now than you ever did before? It just seems like each year the amount of emails that you get on a daily basis just keeps growing and growing. And do you find that you're constantly being interrupted by another email that you almost feel obligated to have to respond to in real time? If so, know this. You are not alone. Most financial advisors, insurance agents, wholesalers, branch managers, and even agency managers feel that they can't get away from the constant amount of incoming emails that happen each and every day. And they don't even know it. And the reason that they don't know it is because they've now been conditioned to check their emails in real time. That is, the minute they get one. So what do you do? Well, you got two choices. You can keep doing what you're doing, keep getting interrupted all day long and responding to those emails. Or you could learn how to create an effective email system. And that's what we're going to talk about today, creating an effective email system. So if you're sick of being a slave to emails, then stick around. So why this topic? Why would you want to learn how to have an effective email system? Because your emails are, for the most part, an unwelcome distraction. And you know it. And here's what I mean. Your reactive email system looks a lot like this. It comes in, you get an email, and it creates a distraction. And it creates an unnecessary urgency. And if we're going to be completely honest it kind of creates a little additional anxiety, doesn't it? And the reason that it does all of this is because it interrupts you. It interrupts you from what you're doing in the moment. And as a result, you're constantly starting and stopping your activities to review emails and decide if you need to respond to those emails in real time. And get this, it gets even worse because if you respond in real time, they're going to respond in real time and just continues the email cycle. Or, worse yet, you reach over and you grab the phone and you call that prospect or client in real time, or you call the company in real time, and it creates one more distraction. It's actually one of the worst time management systems you can have because it limits your productivity. And here's the interesting part. Once you have an effective email system, you'll realize that you can get more done in less time with less stress than you ever did before. And that's why I wanted to create this podcast today to help you learn how to control your time and how to be more effective. So we're going to cover three things in this podcast. First, creating your effective email system so that you can take control of your interruptions. Second, creating your call-in, walk-in system so you can take control of those people who slipped by the emails and just showed up at your office or called in. And third, what tools to use to manage your email system so that you can be organized regardless of distractions. Now, before we jump into these three things that we're going to learn in this podcast, I need to ask you a few questions. 
What would your business be like if you knew how to manage your interruptions? Would you feel more energized? Would you like your business more? And would you apply what you learn? If the answer is yes, then let's begin. Creating an effective email system. So, if you're like most financial advisors and insurance agents and wholesalers and so on, you probably don't have a proactive email system. Instead, you probably have a reactive email system. Here's what I mean. You get an email and it pops up and you immediately look at it. Most people do that. Depending on what you're looking at or what you're doing at the time, you allow that email to distract you. And then you reply or do whatever that person wants you to do that emailed you the email. And then you go back to doing what you were doing. Does that sound familiar? Is that what you're going through all day long? Well, most people are. Let me tell you a quick story about an advisor, actually a branch manager, that was going through that even more so. And the reason I say that is because he not only had clients emailing him, but he had advisors in his office emailing him, and he had the company emailing him. So this was a few years ago, and I remember this branch manager said, I'm interrupted all day. If it's not from advisors, it's from clients. If it's not from clients and advisors, it's from the corporation. I'm constantly shooting emails back all day long. So he was reactive all day long. And so what we did is we talked about creating a proactive email system. So first things first, I told him, do this, turn off your emails. And he said, well, I can't really do that. And I said, "Ah, just trust me on this. Just turn it off for a little while. And then here's what we're going to do. At a specific time of the day, I want you to turn on your emails and review anything that you got. And then you're going to categorize them. Then you're going to reply to them at a specific time. And here's what happened. I remember a few weeks went by and I'd shoot him an email and he wouldn't reply. And then I'd shoot him another another, and he wouldn't reply until later on in the day. And so in our coaching session, I said, hey, what's going on? And he said, well, here's what's going on. I've got more time or the same amount of time, but I'm more productive with my time because I'm not a slave to my emails. I've got a better process. And I said, you know, I noticed that because you don't respond. And he said, because I have it turned off. And when I turn it back on, then I respond. <laughs> so, so what we're going to do is we're going to look at a seven-step process for an effective email system. So when I take you through this process, you're going to understand what you can do today or tomorrow if you're listening to this after work hours. So let's go through the process. Seven steps for creating an effective email system. Step one. Turn off your emails. I know that's tough to do. And it might seem difficult at times because it'll create some stress. What about my emails? What should I do? But here's what it does. It's going to reduce your distractions. So give it a shot. Turn off your emails. I don't mean for the whole day. In fact, you'll understand in a second. But first things first. Turn off the emails. Step two. Create a time block email review system. Here's what I mean. So one of the tools that I'm going to talk about in this podcast is called the bottom line list. I've talked about it before in other podcasts, especially when I'm talking about mastering time management. 
it's a tool called the bottom line list. At any rate, part of this tool is to time block your time for 45 minutes. But what do you do for the 15 minutes before you start the new time block? Well, you could check your emails or you could review your emails. In fact, on the bottom line list, there's 15 minutes in between the bottom line activities. And that's when you turn your emails on and you review them. But you don't do them. <laughs> Let me say that again. You review them, but you don't do them. In other words, you don't start emailing back to people. Don't do that because you'll get right back into that same old habit. Instead, you want to go to step three. So step three is flag your emails. If you use Outlook, you can use a flag or create a flag. You can flag emails for review and use categories like today, this week, and whenever. And so when you review your email, step two, you flag your emails. So you're basically categorizing them. And then you go to step four. So step four is you have a time block for email cleanup. Now, one of the interesting things about that tool, the bottom line list, is the fact that there is a time for miscellaneous. And that's the perfect time <laughs> to do your emails or your email response. And that time is right around 1 o'clock. So picture this. Somebody sends you an email at 8 o'clock, and you don't look at it until quarter to 9, and you look at it and you flag it, you're okay, unless that's something that's important and urgent, and you need to take care of it right there and then, which most likely you don't. But at any rate, you would flag it, and then you, during your time block, when you're looking at all of your emails, you would, at your miscellaneous hour, what you do is step five. Step five. Know the four Ds, and here's what I mean. So the four Ds are this. Do it, delete it, delegate it, and be done. So when, you, when it's time to do your miscellaneous emails and you're emailing back to people, you either do it, you're emailing back, you delete it because it was junk anyway, or you delegate it to your assistant if you can delegate it to your assistant to do some kind of a task, and then you're done. That's it. Step six, end of the day cleanup. So before you leave, every night before you leave, finish up by going through the rest of the emails and get rid of those by doing the four Ds. Do it, delegate it, delete it, and be done. And step seven, start the next day by doing the same process. Once you have the process down, you've got control of your emails instead of your emails being in control of you. And at that point, emails are no big deal. You're not a slave to the emails. Instead, you're in control of your time. But what if people slip by this system, this simple seven-step system? What if people slip by and get you on the phone? Or what if they just walk in and want to talk to you? Well, that's what we're going to talk about next. Creating your call-in, walk-in system. So years ago, I flew down to Kentucky, and I spoke to a group of agents that were all with the same firm, 
my client was the number one agent out of 400 agents in Kentucky at that firm. And so I flew in, and one of the agents talked about the challenge that she has with walk-ins and call-ins. And if you're an insurance agent, you know that you have a lot of people that you work with, and you have a lot of people that call in for specific service activities. So this agent had been in the business for 30 years. This agent had thousands of, quote, customers. That's what she called them anyway. So she had constant incoming calls and constant incoming walk-ins. And she was understaffed. She had no system for handling in-person or or on-the-call interruptions. And so she was constantly putting out fires all day long. So what we did is we practiced this process that I, that I taught her and taught the rest of those folks that I called a call-in, walk-in dialogue. It's a dialogue that once you've got this dialogue down, it's easy. And she applied this system and she got control. So let me explain what I mean. Let's jump into the system itself. Step one, qualify the situation. So when somebody calls in, <laughs> the first thing that you want to ask is, well, why are they calling? Or you're thinking about, why are they calling? You see, most agents and advisors know that managing incoming calls and walk-ins is a must in order to maintain their business. I get it. And so do they. But very few advisors and agents have an effective system for doing that. And that's why I've designed a system or a framework so that you can work smarter when you get interrupted instead of just working harder. So step one is to qualify the situation. And the way you do that is to ask the right question. See, a lot of times what happens is when a client calls in or walks in, they typically start off the conversation with small talk. And you jump into small talk. We do it all the time. I think it's just natural. In order to take control of the conversation, you need to qualify that person. And in order to do that, you need a qualifying phrase. Or in other words, your catchphrase, where you can shift the the conversation from small talk and go right into, why are you calling? Or what do you need? And so the way to do that is to have your own catchphrase or qualifying phrase. Here's an example that works pretty well. How can I help you today? So picture this. You're in small talk. Your client calls up and says, hey, Dan, Joe, whatever your name is. Hey, so-and-so, this is Bill. Wanted to give you a real quick call. How are things going? Uh, And they start going into some small talk. How was your summer? And so on. And you do a little of that, and then you have to shift the conversation by using a qualifying phrase. And so you shift right into... Oh, before I forget, how can I help you today? And watch what'll happen. This simple little phrase shifts the conversation to the reason for their call and how you can help. And they're going to tell you. And that's when we go to step two. Step two is to determine the outcome. What do they want? You see, they know why they're calling, but they may not know what needs to be done. Occasionally, the client might know or may know their challenge, but they don't know the solution. In other words, they might know what they want, but they don't know really how to do it. And so that's where you come in. And that's why it's important for you to determine the appropriate outcome right away and confirm it with them so you're both on the same page. And here's how you do it. You do it by having a phrase, a phrase like, 
Well, it sounds like what you need is blank. So let's say this client calls up, and the client calls up and makes some small talk, and you shift gears after the small talk to, how can I help you? Step one. Well, I wanted to give you a call today because I want to change my beneficiary. Here's why. And they start telling you the story. So you determine the outcome. Step two. Well, it sounds like what you need is for us to take a look at your policy and do some changes. And that's when you go to step three. Step three. Quantify the course of action. Who does it? In other words, are you going to do it or is your assistant going to do it? You see, once both of you agree what needs to get done, it's important for the for you to explain to the client who will be taking care of that task. And sometimes it might be you and sometimes it might be your assistant, but you should let them know. And in addition, you need to give the client an estimated time when it will get done or when somebody else will get back to them. And here's how you do it. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to have Bill give you a call. He's going to look into it, and he's going to give you a call back later on today or early tomorrow. Are you going to be available? And that person will probably say, yeah. Sure. Have him give me a call. That's when we go to step four. End the conversation. So at this point, we have to know how to get off the call. And you might have a way to do this, but on the other hand, you may not have had a strategic way to do this. But now you can. See, the final step is to finish the conversation. <laughs> but just saying goodbye isn't enough. Instead, you have to end the conversation by explaining a specific action that you'll do or somebody else will do. And this is how you do it. What's the best number that I can have my assistant give you a call at? And that person will answer and tell you the number. Great. I'll have him give you a call later on today or early tomorrow after he takes a look at this and figures out how to change your beneficiary. He does this stuff all the time, so it's not going to be a big deal. So is there anything else that I can do for you? Now we're finishing up the conversation. And most likely, he or she is going to say, no, you did it. Great. I'll have my assistant give you a call. Have a great day. Thanks. And that's it. But now we have a process for call-ins and walk-ins. Same thing if they walk into the door. You just, step one, qualify the situation. Step two, determine the outcome. Step three, quantify the course of action. And step four, end the conversation. That's simple. So once you start doing this, you're going to find that you're more productive with your time with emails and call-ins and walk-ins. And now we're going to talk about some tools that are going to help you do it even easier. What tools to use to manage interruptions? So I told you that we covered three things in this podcast. First, creating an effective email system so you can take control of your interruptions. Check. We did that. Second, creating your call-in, walk-in dialogue system so you can take control of those who slip by the emails. Check. We did that too. Now we're going to talk about tools. We're going to talk about what tools to use to manage emails so that you can be more organized regardless of distractions or interruptions. But let me tell you a quick story before we talk about the tools. It's a story that I've told before about an advisor that I worked with years ago. And this guy had retired at age 50. And he went back into the corporate world 
and retired again at age 60. He was bored the first time, so he went back in. And when he, when he retired the second time, he decided that he got bored within a couple of years. So by the time he was 62, he bought into his best friend's insurance company. And his goal at the time was to build it up on the investment side and sell it back to his best friend. And his best friend knew that. But the challenge was that he was disorganized and that he was stressed. So what we did is we applied these tools that I'm about to show you, the bottom line list and the time matrix to do. And if you've been listening to these podcasts, you know what these tools are. And what happened to him was great. He doubled his business in the first year that we started working together. And then he doubled it again a year and a half later. But these two tools are what we're going to talk about today. It's called the bottom line list and the time matrix to do. But here's the best part of the story. When I asked him in a, in a group coaching session with a number of people that were not my clients, prospects, when I asked him, now, the day before we met, how did you feel? And he said, very stressed out. And I said, you doubled your business and you doubled it again. How do you feel now? <laughs> the minute I asked that question, I thought, well, I shot myself in the foot. What if he says he's more stressed out? But he didn't. Instead, what he said was, I'm not stressed out at all. And I said, why? And he said, because I used the bottom line list and the time matrix to do. And he's organized. And so let me explain these tools. <laughs> now that, that you understand that there are tools out there to get organized, you should understand the formula for mastering time management. And I did a whole podcast on this called Mastering Time Management. So definitely listen to it if you haven't listened to it already. What it really comes down to is structure to the day plus interruption management equals time management or mastering your time management. So structure to, to the day. Structure to the day is really about knowing what you're going to do every hour. Now, that might sound a little rigid, but picture this. What if it wasn't every hour, but it was only 45 minutes? And what if you had 15 minutes to look at your emails? So for the first 45 minutes of the first hour, you know exactly what to do. And maybe it's prospecting. And the next 45 minutes at the top of the hour is client servicing. And the next one, prospect follow-up. And the next, appointments, getting ready for appointments or being in appointments. And then you go off to lunch and you come back and you've got 45 minutes of miscellaneous. That's the bottom line list. And when you use this bottom line list and you create a game where four out of five or five out of five, you win the game, or anything less than four, <laughs> you lose the game. And you've got a reward and a punishment system. Maybe you leave early. Maybe you don't get a cup of coffee until you do your first bottom line activity. Whatever the system is, but you've got a reward and punishment system, you're going to keep to that structure for the day. But what about the other part of the equation? interruptions. Well, I created a tool called the Time Matrix to Do. And again, if you've been listening to these podcasts, you know it's your interruption tool. So when you get interrupted and you're speaking to someone, like in that situation that I just explained about that call-in or walk-in dialogue, you would put it on the Time Matrix to Do, which is just a glorified to-do list. But here's what makes it different. This to-do list has four columns. And they're numbered, number one, two, three, and four. And the first one is now, the second one is today, the third one is this week, and the fourth one is whenever. So if every tasks and every interruption is on there, 
and you've numbered those, you now have structure to your day and structure to your interruptions. Now, when you add these two tools into your effective email system, you know when you're going to check your emails, when you're going to return emails, and what to do at the end of the day to start the day off right the next day. And when you do that, you're in control of your emails instead of your emails being in control of you. And that's how you have an effective email system. Now, before we go, let me tell you one last story. It's a story about you. (laughs) In fact, it's a success story that you can write yourself, and I can help you write it. And here's how. Here's what I mean. This is a story about you. (laughs) It can go in one of two ways. Right now, you most likely have a reactive email system. You've realized this if you've been listening to this entire podcast. Also, you most likely have a reactive interruption system. So you get interrupted, not just with emails, but with walk-ins and call-ins, and your system isn't so great. But here is the common threat. Number one, a client calls in, walks in, or emails you. Number two, you get distracted and you react to the distraction. Number three, (laughs) you're interrupted from the task that you're working on. And number four, you get back to the task, and then the process happens again, all day long. And it's overwhelming, because you're putting out fires. You've gone from a financial advisor to a firefighter, or an insurance agent to a firefighter. Does this sound familiar? Now, you have two options. You can keep doing what you're doing, like I said before, for the rest of your career. Or you could do this system. (laughs) Let's call it the new system. Let's take a look at the second option. Number one, client calls in, walks in, or emails you. Number two, you know the call-in, walk-in dialogue, or you only check your emails at a specific time. Number three, all interruptions are followed by prioritizing them. You've got a prioritizing system or a prioritizing process. Number four, you put the email task on a, on a flag system and get to it during the miscellaneous time. Or you put the interruption, the call-in, walk-in, that, that happened, on your time matrix to do, and you get back to your task right away. And you deal with those time matrix to do issues during the right bottom line activity hour. Now, You're now in control of your time instead of others controlling your time. And that's how you double your business and eventually double it again. So the choice is yours. But if you feel like the new system is how you want to run your business, then let's talk. I'm confident it'll be a success for you. Well, thank you for listening to this Advisor Solutions Podcast. If you liked what you heard, please be sure to subscribe so you can listen each week. Also, check us out on the web at advisorsolutionsinc.com. And finally, if you like what you heard and you want to know more about the Advisor Solutions Group Coaching Program or the Advisor Solutions Individual Coaching Programs, please email me at dan at advisorsolutionsinc.com. I would be happy to set up a free coaching session if that's what you'd like. Again, that's dan at advisorsolutionsinc.com.
www.ebsdigital.com. Please join us next week as we help advisors and agents build a better business, one solution at a time. We'll be right back.